And, you know, Jesus said when he was here that uh, people hated him, they were going to hate us. And people killed him, and they will kill us too at times. But for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So we never lose. <laughs> but um, I want us to just, as we take communion this morning, and we partake of the blood and the body of Jesus, I want us to also uh, pray over our own bodies, our spirit, soul, body, for healing, forgiveness, and restoration. And then I want us to be praying, intercessory praying for others who need that healing to their body, soul, and spirit. And uh, to, those of, to those people who might be listening online, you can partake in your homes. Get your bread and get your juice. And we're going to partake together of the body and blood of Jesus. Um, and the third thing is we're going to pray this morning over the Afghan people who have given their lives and their remaining family, if there are family members remaining, or if there are Afghans in hiding. And we're just going to, as we partake together, we're just going to lift them up before the Lord. And we're going to say, Jesus, your body broken for the Afghans, your blood shed for the Afghans. Father, we pray for the enemy, the Taliban, that you would break it down, Lord, that they would see the light and that they would repent. And we pray this for all of our enemies, Lord, that you would just touch the heart of our enemy as only you can. And so we're going to listen to this song, and then we are uh, going to partake together of the communion elements. And I, before we listen to the song and do that, I want to read you this scripture that the Lord gave me this morning, and we're gonna, I'm going to read it to you. It's in Luke 18, and it's called The Parable of the Pharisee and the Tax Collector. And I felt like the Lord wanted us to listen to this before we took communion, uh, because this is when the Lord says, said through Paul, they were taking communion in Paul's day, and they were actually coming together in the houses, and some of them were coming, and they were drinking so much wine of the communion, they were getting drunk, and they were hogging the bread, <laughs> and Paul said, no, 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 you cannot do that, That's, this is wrong, and he said, stop, analyze yourself like let God's Holy Spirit come upon you this morning as we read this scripture and as we enter into communion for our healing and our forgiveness and all the things that he has promised through the blood and the body everything 
But let's make sure that we come with the right attitude. And so it says, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. And you know what, people? That right there is a religious spirit. A lot of people talk about religious spirits, but this is the pure definition. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves. That's what we sang this morning, right? We can't trust in ourselves. We trust in God who's in us. And then, guess what? We have all power because <laughs> we have God's power. We don't want our power. We want God's power. They trusted in themselves that they were righteous, and they looked down on everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee was standing and praying like this about himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, greedy, unrighteous, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but kept striking his chest and saying, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that's all the Lord is asking from us. It doesn't mean we can't do the good things of God and we can walk in righteousness, the righteousness of Christ. And we should. We should walk in the righteousness of Christ and we should do the things that he has told us to do. And we should be a giving and a loving people. But we have to maintain the humility of the cross that Jesus went to. We have to maintain the humility that it's through Jesus. There's no other name under heaven whereby man can be saved. So, Lord, we pray this morning as we come to you in your holy communion, your body and your blood broken for us, that we would say again and always remind ourselves, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus said, I tell you, this one went down to his house justified rather than the other because everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And let me tell you something, another thing. Don't judge those who have that problem, who have a problem of pride or bragging or feeling that they're better. Don't judge them. God loves them as much as he loves anybody. He died for them as much as he died for the tax collector. The world tends to judge people in the church because they're trying to live for the Lord. <laughs> and then they fail, and the world is like, oh, they failed. They're, you know. No, the Lord loves the tax collector. 
and he loves the Pharisee. (laughs) He loves us all. And so let's just remember what he said, what Jesus said, because everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And so we just dedicate that scripture this morning to you, Lord, in obedience that we would uh, stay in humility of knowing how much we need you. And um, so right now we will listen to this song. As we listen to it, be praying in your spirit, man, for the people in Afghanistan and uh, other countries like China and Russia and so many Christians around the world who are, whose lives are at risk. And um, we can praise God and we need to praise God for America, the United States, and we need to pray for his hand of protection on it. And so all of that in in your spirit man just pray as you listen to this and let this minister to you because someday this will be all of us as we stand before the mighty throne as we stand before the mighty throne of jesus and we can say this to him when i stand redeemed amen so let's go ahead and listen to that together and um then we'll pass out the elements Get your bread ready. Lift up the body of Christ, the bread. He says in Luke 22, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. We praise you for the body that you gave us, Lord, that was broken for us. Lord, let us just imagine this morning coming before your throne, standing before you. Lord, thanking you and praising you. What you provided by your body, broken for us, broken for our healing. Stripes on your back for our healing in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we praise you and we thank you. And let's break it and partake together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And we extend healing to those 
who need it this morning, God. We extend your healing power, your grace, and your mercy. I don't know about you, but when I hear that song and it says that we stand before the king and we say the mighty blood that you shed, Lord, let us say it together. The mighty blood that you shed, the mighty blood that you shed for us. Lord, open up our hearts, open up our minds. Never let this be a ritual. Never let this be just something that we do. But Lord, that we would just honor you and love you. And thank you for the mighty blood that was shed, that we could stand, that we could stand here today, and that we can stand before you and before your throne someday in heaven for eternity. Lord, you gave your blood for us. You gave your blood for us, Jesus. And you told us on that night before you were betrayed, you said it in the word, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Can we fathom this, Jesus? This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. Let's partake together. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name. Praise you, King of kings and Lord of lords, mighty king, captain of the host, savior, prince of peace, we worship you. We praise you. We do this in remembrance of you today and every day, Lord. Holy Spirit, come upon us this morning. Fill us, Lord. Fill us. Holy Spirit, fall this morning on us afresh and anew like you did on Peter and John and so many different times, Lord, where you gave them a fresh anointing. Come to us this morning, Lord. We need you desperately. And we do, Lord, lift up those this morning to you in Afghanistan and those around the world who've given their life because they loved you and they wouldn't say no. They wouldn't say no. And we praise you and thank you. Give us that strength, O oh Lord. Give us that strength that we can stand. And we praise you and thank you this morning. And this beautiful congregation together, we say, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. All the time. Where are all my Alzheimer's? God is good. All the time. Let's try it again. God is good. There you go. That's better. Hallelujah. Praise God. A couple announcements. Be checking out our church app. Joe is loading up today our 100th sermon online. Praise the Lord. That's amazing. Another thing I want to announce is next week, me and Julie are going to Fort Mill, South Carolina for a conference. So we will not be here. So there will be no church next Sunday. So if you want to visit a church and bless them, what was that? <laughs> if you, was that a celebration because there's no church? Is that what that was? <laughs> uh-huh, I'm a slow learner. But listen, if you want to go somewhere else next Sunday and bless them, you are blessed. If not, enjoy the day off. Rest. It is the day of rest, right? So we should get a plenty of rest. Amen. Amen. So, but keep us in prayer as we're traveling to South Carolina. We, we, we will be back that following Wednesday. We'll be gone for a week. So, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, um, Phil, that means you get the weekend off. So you get the weekend off, Phil. Enjoy it. No work for Phil on Friday. <laughs> Enjoy it. Have a good long weekend. Praise the Lord. So yes, check out our church app. There's downloads, there's prayer requests, and our faithful, uh, I almost said deacon, I would say deacon Joe back there, <laughs> is uh, faithful in keeping it up, in keeping it going, and keeping us posted. Amen. Um, any other announcements? Did I miss anything? None. Nope. All right, without any further ado, Grace, will you come on down? We're so happy to have our girls back in church. We miss them when they're not here. Amen. So, Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord Jesus, for this tithe and offering that you are bringing into this house. we thankful that you're faithful to us as we are faithful to you in giving. Lord God, we pray that we, we would give and give because we can't outgive you, Lord Jesus, and you give back more than we can give. Lord God, help us to get that principle in our minds. Help us to bless you so you can bless us. And I pray that this tithe and offering will be a blessing to you. And Lord God, and that Lord God, you would go before each one of us here, and that you would prosper us, that you would make straight our paths, that you would keep the devil from us and keep us from the devil. And we just pray this. We pray against the devil trying to steal our tithes, our finances. We pray against the devil trying to steal what is rightfully yours. And we bind him up in Jesus' name. We cast him out. And we pray for your anointing and your blessings upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> That's okay. He'll be back. He can put it in the basket with Joe by Joe. So praise the Lord. Today is a beautiful day. We are having a beautiful fall. Been a little wet, but not bad. The weather's changing.
Times are changing, and we're getting closer and closer to the Lord's return. Amen? Amen. Every day we get closer. Every minute we get closer. Every hour we get closer. The kingdom of heaven advances forcefully, and forceful men take hold of it. Amen? Amen? Amen. So the title of my sermon today is called Pressing Toward the Goal. Pressing on toward the goal. And if you got your Bibles, you can open them up to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians. <laughs> Philippians chapter 3. We'll be reading <laughs> from verse 12 to, ver to chapter 4, verse 1. All right. Is everybody there? If you don't have your Bibles, and if you can't get it, it's on the board. All right? It's that simple. But I'm glad I see a lot of Bibles out here in our church. I think everyone has a Bible. Got their swords. You know, that is a great thing because many people don't bring their Bibles to church anymore. But everybody, I think, has a Bible today. I'm not going to say who doesn't. Let's just put it that way. This is being recorded. <laughs> I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, Ed. Uh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. God is good. Amen? Amen? I'm thankful and I'm glad that everybody is bringing their word to church. We should always bring your word where you, wherever you go. Amen? It's, the, it's your sword. My wife is looking at me like, uh-huh, uh-huh, huh, huh. Yep, 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 preaching to the choir. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. It says, not that I have already obtained all of this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Let me just pause for a moment right there. This is so important because we have been made anew. We are a new creature in Christ Jesus. And what is past, the old is past. The old is gone. The old is past. The old is gone. Behold, all things become new. Right? I'm going to tell you, we need to stop living in our memories. We need to start living into the promises. We need to forget about who we were and think about who we are and who we are becoming. Amen. We are being changed, transformed daily from glory to glory to glory. We don't live in that old man anymore. We don't look back to who we were. We look ahead to who we are becoming, and we are becoming more and more like Christ Jesus. Amen. That's how we should be. 
becoming more and more like Christ Jesus. That's what we should be striving for. That's what Paul is saying. He's not yet reached it yet, but he's striving for it. He's looking forward to it. He's pressing on. We need to press in and press on. Amen? Because God's got great things for us. Greater things than we can imagine. Amen? And you know, there's a song that we just sang. And, uh, and, and, and where is it? Let me, get this. Let me get these verses up here I saw. Up here on this. This is the time you gave to me. This is the time you gave to me. Each one of us have been born in such a time as this. This is the time that God gave to us. God gave us this time to live. Right? And it's the end times. How great is that? Do you know that people, prophets, have looked forward to this time of God's second coming? They've prophesied how glorious it's going to be when we see the trumpet of God, the angel of the heavenly host, look down and blow the shofar and gather up his elect. We are living in that time. This is the time that was given to us by God. This is the time for us to start the greatest revival the world has ever seen and ever will see and ever will be because it is the end time revival, the one and the last, the only revival we'll have after that is up in heaven and that'll last every day. All day long, every day, revival in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the time you gave to us. Let us do what you will for us in this time. Let us be like brave and courageous men and women of God and speak boldly the word of God. Let us bring down fire from heaven. Let us call it down. My wife prayed this morning that the fire of God would flow through my pen to my paper. And I'm not even on my paper. Amen. But praise God, let the fire fall upon us. Let us revive us. Let it burn off the dross, as my wife said today up there in worship. Let us burn off the dross. Let us get rid of the things that hinder us. And let us press in toward the goal, which is the gospel of Christ, which is salvation, which is the kingdom of heaven coming to earth. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the time you gave to us. This is the time you gave to me. Hallelujah. So forget what is behind. Look straight for what is ahead. Look straight for what is coming. So I press on toward, toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. That means don't lose hold of what you already gained. 
Don't lose ground. Don't give the devil any ground. You've worked hard all your life to get to this point. Don't give it up. Keep pressing in. And not only that, take more ground for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Don't give it up. Don't lose what you've already attained. But let's press in. There's so much more for us in the kingdom of God. You know, I'm feeling like I'm a train right now. Just got to keep chugging along. Where's that from? You know, train wheels get going, don't they? We got to be that. I think I can. I think I can. I know I can. I'm going to and I will. Mentality. Keep pressing it. Keep pressing it. Get those wheels burning and get those tires churning. Hallelujah. Keep them going. Keep that fire going. Keep adding coal to the steamer. Hallelujah. This is the view we should take. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join with others in following my examples, brothers. And take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. For as I have often told you before and now say again, even with tears, many, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. And how true is that today? There are naysayers. There are people out there that are enemies of the cross. They are blind. They are deceived. They're deceived. Many live as enemies of the cross. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ. Who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Hallelujah. I can't wait to get a glorious body. Amen. I'm being transformed. We can have that glorious body right here on earth if we just let the power of God transform us from the inside out. Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. That's how we should stand firm. We need to stand firm on the promises of God. Amen. Amen. We need to stand firm that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And don't let the devil deceive you or rob you of that. Because one day, like that song, we're going to stand at the cross. And you know what we're going to be able to say at the base of that cross? Is that I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of Christ. I've been redeemed, devil. So go. Get there behind me. I'm pressing on. Because I've been redeemed by the blood. 
I've been bought by a price, by the precious Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. So today I want to encourage you to stand firm. Many and many and many and many are falling away today by the thousands, by the millions. They're being deceived. They're falling away. They're believing. Of, they're, they're, they're thinking is of selfish things. <clears throat> that the Lord is still far off. That he's not coming right away. Many are pulled to and fro by every wave of doctrine by this world. Don't be deceived. Stand firm. Hold on. Press in. You know, the gospel is simple, but it's hard. It's simple. It's simple in a way, but it's hard in another way. It's simple to say the salvation prayer. It's harder to live like you're saved. It's simple to say, oh, I believe in Christ Jesus. It's harder to live like it. It's hard in separating ourselves from the world. But yet it's simple. Because all we got to do is do it. You know, it's simple because it just takes a step. It's our mind that creates it and makes it hard. If we seek everything this world has... We end up with nothing. If you seek everything this world has, we end up with nothing. But if we seek the one true thing of Jesus Christ, we gain everything. Isn't that so true? If we seek everything this world has, we end up with nothing. Even though it looks like we got everything... Even though it looks like we're doing well and we're prospering in the world's ways. What good is it to gain the whole world and lose your salvation or lose your soul? Amen. But we seek the one true thing. And that is Jesus Christ. And in seeking Jesus Christ, we gain everything. Everything. Paul said, apart from Christ, everything else is rubbish. He actually said, apart from Christ, everything else is dung. It's manure. But with Christ, everything is possible. With Christ, we gain everything. As citizens of heaven, we should be focusing on the godly things and holding fast to our faith. You see, there's only really two citizens out there. There's only really two citizens out there. You are either a citizen of this world, of the earth, or you are either a citizen of heaven. You have to ask yourself, what citizenship am I in? 
Where am I living? How am I living? One lifestyle will end up with destruction and death. The other lifestyle will end in glory. It's really that simple. You get to choose. You get to choose your lifestyle. You can either live a lifestyle of the world, or a worldly, you can be a citizen of the world and end in destruction, or you can be a citizen of heaven and end in glory. You know, Jesus prayed for his disciples and he prayed to the fathers, Lord, don't take him out of this world. I'm not praying to take him out of this world, but I'm praying that you will protect them while they're in this world, basically. Keep them. You know, I would encourage all of you to read Jesus' prayer for his believers. You know, I went fishing last uh, last week with a good friend of mine, pastor friend. And we were talking about all the people leaving the church. And he had a lot of people leave his church over this whole COVID thing. And he, and he was like, they're leaving the church and like a third of his church left. And we both agreed that <clears throat> it's not time to be leaving the church. Now's not the time to be leaving the church. Now is not the time to be sitting back idle. Now is not the time to be relaxing. Now is the time to be pressing in. More than ever, we're at the end of days. We're getting close to the end of days, closer and closer. And now is the time that we should be pressing in to the word of God and holding steadfast on a sure foundation. It's not a time to be relaxing or letting up. Now is the time to kick it in gear. Now is the time to start pressing forward. Now is the time to start pressing in. Pressing into the things of God. Time to hold on and not give up. To be like Paul, to press on toward the goal. To take hold of all that Christ Jesus did for us. Don't lose ground. Don't give the devil any ground that you worked so hard for. You worked hard for that ground. You know, there's been blood, sweat, and tears, and prayers, and worn-out knees, and <laughs> worn-out backs. <laughs> Don't give up now. We have to finish strong. It's not time to slow down or back out. Now is the time to give your all. The finish line is not far away. 
And we've come so far already. You know, it would be a shame to be blinded when we're so close to the finish line. It would be a shame to be blinded right now and to be deceived when we're so close. We're so close to the finish line. So close of God's return. Amen? So I want to encourage you, keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. He said, for the days of John, from the days of John, the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. Now is the time to lay hold of the kingdom. If the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing since the days of John, how much closer is the kingdom of heaven today? How much closer is the kingdom of heaven today? We need to lay hold of it like forceful men and women. Amen? Amen. Now is the time to be forceful. Now is the time to take hold of the kingdom. Today is the day. Now is the time to be violent toward the devil and say no. Amen? Amen? Now is the time to be violent toward the devil and say no. No to his lies. No to his thoughts. No to his deceptions. And yes to God. We need to be strong men and women of God, pressing into the kingdom forcefully, because God's kingdom is advancing. And we are kingdom bound. Don't let the devil tell you otherwise. You are kingdom bound. Don't be tossed to and fro by every wave of doctrine. Hold fast. Let nothing move you. Now is the time to stand firm in the faith. More than ever. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. says, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage, be strong. Do everything in love. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith. Be strong, be men of courage. Be on your guard. Do everything we do in love. Amen? Joshua 1, chapter 9. <clears throat> Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And it goes on to say in those, those chapters of Joshua, he said, everywhere you tread your foot, that land I will give to you. That land I'll give to you. Wherever you go, I'll go. I'll never fail you or forsake you. I'll be with you right to the very end. That's how we got to believe. That's how we got to live. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged, but be encouraged. Be strong, be courageous.
Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. What does it say? Perf the word says perfect love cast out all fear. Don't be afraid. But let us perfect our love. Amen? <clears throat> and how do we perfect our love? By getting in the word of God by prayer. Because God is love. Amen? Amen? God is love. <clears throat> and we, if we have God in us, then we have God's love in us. Let us perfect that love. Don't be afraid. Don't be terrified. Don't be terrified or afraid of what they're saying or what's going on. But stand on the word of God. Stand on the promises of God. He'll never fail you or forsake you. He's never failed us yet. He's never failed us yet. And he never will fail us. God's not a quitter. He never quit on us. We need to live by his example. Amen? Amen? Let us not get tossed to and fro. Let us not fall away, but let us hold on to the promises of God and press in to the glory for which God has for us in heaven. Let us press into the glory that God has for us in heaven. God has so much for us. So much more than we could ever imagine. You know, <clears throat> more than we could ever imagine. And his promises, he'll never break. He'll never break his promises. Because he's a faithful, kind, loving God. <laughs> Amen. That's right. God is faithful. <clears throat> Let us stay faithful. Amen. God is holy. Let us be holy. Amen. God is love. Let us be love. Amen. Father, let's pray it out close. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you and I praise you for each person here and the anointing and the blessing that you give to each one of us for your Holy Spirit, Lord God. We praise you and thank you for your Holy Spirit that's new every morning. Your mercies and grace and thanksgiving is new every morning and they're available to each one of us. Every morning, as long as we ask, Lord God, help us to ask. Help us not to be afraid to ask for your mercies, for your grace, for your love. Every morning, Lord, fill us to overflow with these things. Let us permeate the love of God out of us, Lord God, into this broken world so that we can bring the hope of Jesus Christ the promise of salvation, the promise of the glory that's to come. And I just praise you, Lord, and thank you for each person here. I pray, Father, for your anointing on them, your blessings. For all those that are hearing this word, bless them, Lord. Fill them to overflow, Lord God. Fill them with the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Encourage them to be faithful and strong, to be courageous, to not be afraid or to be terrified, but to be full of you in Jesus' name. And I just thank you, Lord God, for this day that you've blessed us with. 
Another day you've blessed us with your presence, with the very breath that we have. Lord, breathe on us, afresh and anew. Breathe on us with your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. You guys may be blessed. Have a great week this week. I hope the Word encouraged you. I hope you get encouraged by reading the Word. Amen? Amen. And if anybody needs prayer, then come on down. We'll be glad to pray for you. Amen?